0: I am here, master. I appreciate your genius. You, you cannot experience the terror, the exquisite fear that I inspire in those who dare oppose me. At best, your befogged mind can merely twitch in awe. Master, that's not fair. hey what's going on guys it's ruben prime welcome to the ruben prime podcast today's date it's december 1st 2020 jesus we're like 30 days away from the new year and with that hopefully that means the end of 2020 and we can start getting things back to normal Cause this year feels like it's a bad timeline. It felt like we went to a time warp and we had to live in bubbles. Toilet paper is well, was in short supply. Lysol still short supply. Um, all the other PPE not that short supply, but if you're trying to find things like hand sanitizer, like the good kind, not the Second, third, fourth hand stuff, you know, that is only available in stores because, of course, all the first responders, businesses, and hospitals have Purell, which a few years ago it was just on people's keychains the little tiny bottle with the little, uh, the little hook, the, the D link hook. Yeah, now that thing's like worth. Some Amazon stock, pretty much. So with that, wow, it's been it's been a while, and I know it's. I keep saying, try to be consistent, but I know for everyone, I can I can definitely say that twenty twenty hasn't been the best um, for me. So I know I've been. I, I hate being that person that breaks his promises, but it's been pretty rough. It's been pretty rough go ahead. So that's why, unfortunately, I've been out of action as far as, you know, my podcast and all that. But I have been streaming on Twitch and recently, not too long ago, I've became affiliate on there. So you can find me on twitch.tv slash, room prime three no underscore last time i checked but i've been i've been all over the place and hopefully things will start getting better because i know for sure like this this year 2020 it's this is a shitty timeline and i'm trying not to like the cuss words but 2020 has been a, it, it's like that timeline that does that shouldn't be a thing like we, I don't know, someone someone definitely pulled a wrong switch at the uh, in at a lab they were experimenting with something and we accidentally went to a time warp I don't know, but it's been pretty wild and I just hope that Not only for for me, but people that I know and everyone else, I hope that 2021 and beyond goes far, far much better than 2020, but I can say 2020 has revealed a lot to us about people and as well as the world as a whole, and while there are nice, well-meaning people out here, there are absolutely people that won't leave you alone and they will try to tell you what to do. And, you know, when I mean, don't leave you alone, that they won't leave you alone. They just want to enforce their beliefs and their opinions and the whole cancel culture, which I'm, I've been friendly against. I'm, I'm not for cancel culture. I'm not for any of that. And to me, it's, It's just proof that, and I love analogies, it's it's basically the whole thing of when you're in high school and you wanted to fit in so much, you wanted to be popular, you wanted to be with the cool kids, and for some when they become popular, it's not that big of a deal, but the ones who never got it, they never had that power, they were bullied, they were shoved into lockers, had swirlies, had wet woolies, had the Omega wedgies done to them. And, you know, they won revenge. They won revenge on the cool kids. So then, you know what they did? They got into culture. They got into gaming. They got into, you know, finance, politics, things like that. And they became really, really versed in these fields. So then, that way, that that you know, that jock or that popular kid, a popular girl, or or guy in, in high school, there were you know those same people that were asking you for for help. Oh, what, what's the answer to this? Or you know, can I copy your homework? Or can you know you help me? I, I I don't mind. I didn't mind helping people. I didn't I didn't mind helping people when I was in school. Like I wasn't the smartest, but you know, I did pay attention and people knew me, and funny enough, people called me Staples because I had a crazy amount of supplies, extra supplies, and I would just say, here, you know, I got a pen, I got some loose leaf. I kind of wish I did that. I mean, I I did, but I didn't. I wish I did, did that more with, you know, the hand sanitizer, but, you know, we can't go back. So... Um, the the same people that were asking, you know, they were making fun of you you know, making fun of the, you know, the, the geeks and the nerds asking for, you know, the answer to number two. Now, you know, those geeks now you can say they have power, they have the upper hand, they have the culture. And that's why now you see what you're seeing now. And. It's a whole bag of worms in reality. It's just, it's really wild that people who never had power, they're never popular, they never were on on that scale of popularity. Now they have this power, they have this authority, and they've really gone too far. And... I'm all for leaving people alone. I'm 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 all for just doing what I gotta do, living my life to the fullest, not not having to impede on anyone else's uh uh freedoms and, and choices and things like that. I'm not about, you know, just bothering people. I don't wanna be bothered. I don't wanna bother people. And it's I'm again to that cause it's it's just a whole can of worms that I had to open. You know, people don't like worms. They're slimy. They're, they're below ground. You know, they're icky. They're weird like little aliens and you know, from you know, from that movie, uh was it uh uh Tremors? I don't know, that 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 movie with the worms, alien worms, like yeah. People don't like worms or slimy, squiggly things. But you know you gotta open them, you know we gotta open them. But you know enough of this monologue, guys. I really do appreciate it. I've I haven't been promoting this, and this is you know my bad you know, with everything going on. But yes, I am um, I am on, I should say. I'm on Red Circle. You can still find me on. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, just the, the major platforms. I'm all over wh- where it matters. But I'm on Red Circle. That's that's the the home base for my podcast. Wherever I upload there, it will beam to the other... Uh, pl- uh, I'm trying to say podcasts and platforms. They both begin with a lot of P. But they're on these uh, podcasts... Uh, platforms these hosting platforms so i'll upload them to red circle and then they'll end up on apple podcast spotify stitcher and the rest of them so yeah i'm very i'm very excited to be on there and i'm gonna try and push 2021 you know we were saying last year in 2019 that yeah 20 you know 2020 is gonna be our year and then this happened (laughs) and yeah it's it's just we can do a do-over i think this year while things weren't the best i still believe that even though this year was a bust there were still opportunities many opportunities to get things done it's just that sometimes we let things uh just one or few, one or two setbacks get to us, and that's it. We we just crumble. We don't know what to do, and then we just stay where we're at, and we don't proceed. And you know, it's hard when you know, when you fall down. Like it's just sometimes you just want to stay there. You just want to stay on on the, on the ground for a little bit. But sometimes, I mean, not sometimes. You you can't stay on the floor forever. You gotta get up dust yourself off, and yeah, it's cliche, but it's it's true. You, you can't stay down. You got to get up. You got to keep fighting. got to keep moving, and you got to keep pushing because things got to get done, and you can't get them done while you're laying down, while you're sitting down, while you're on the ground. You know, And that's why I love the expression, never kick a man while he's down, but there's some assholes out there. But nonetheless, I do appreciate you guys uh, listening, uh, downloading, uh, you know, this podcast when it becomes available, other podcasts. Also, when I was down on SoundCloud, I had a lot of support there. And speaking of SoundCloud, I want to shout out to, I want to shout out uh, the podcast, the Film Boys crew. Got to shout them out of the Film Boys podcast. Uh, Floyd and um and his uh his homeboy his uh co-host i so sorry i just blanked on your name but shout outs to them they gave me so much love so many so many shout outs and they they pushing it the they're doing podcasts on their regular schedule and i'm happy i know like the the threats of the rona and i'm again to that but the threat of the rona has you know it, it it put things on pause, but at least now they're doing their thing, and it's I'll say it's a little difficult because you know we kind of touch base on things like where I talk about society, culture. I talk I talk a bit about politics. I do. I, I used to talk about wrestling, but wrestling now it's just too, as a whole. If you want to be broad. Wrestling is trash, but the few nuggets of pockets of wrestling, the few things that are good about the WWE, which is few and far between, because wrestling in WWE is just non-existent. But AEW is really good, but it's not where it should be as far as mainstream success. So that's why, you know, to, to me... I feel like if all wrestling companies were doing good, then I feel wrestling would be in a better place, but it's not. And, yeah, you can blame coronavirus and all that, but it's just even before then. And, I, I like, you know, side note, I do want wrestling to be better. Hopefully it will get better. But on this track, no. Nope. But another conversation for another day. But I am a fan, but this this new, like, as a whole, I'm not a fan of it. I'm really not, but yeah. Shouts to Phone Boys Crew. You know we, you know we talk about many different things on the similar spectrum, if, if that makes sense. And I'm happy that they're doing their thing. And you know, I've actually worked with one of the co-hosts. You know, at my former job, and cool dude, very insightful, uh, very wise, funny as hell. So I'm glad that he's doing this thing. I'm glad that he's um, still doing the podcast with his co-hosts. And we definitely got to (laughs) do, and I'm I'm just a long rant, and I apologize. But I do hope one day we'll get together and and link up and collab, do some sort of collaboration. But, yeah, shout-outs to the Former Boys podcast. And, yeah. Also, shout-outs to the Drew Yari show. And hosted by Drew Yari and the Wrestling Soup Network. Cool guys, cool bunch of guys. Um, the Wrestling Soup crew and Drew Yari. Um, hopefully, I, I have a feeling we're going to be on. I'm going to be on uh, his show. It's going to be the third time, I believe. And I got to get him on my show once I get a schedule because it's been pretty chaotic and you know everything in personal life. But try to get him on. And th- see, this is what happened, guys. Um, I've been gone for a while, and I got to play catch up, and it's gonna hear me ramble. <clears throat> Excuse me, you gotta hear me ramble. But no worries, it's almost over. It- you know, get the intro out of the way, cause it's just a lot of uh, soup. And speaking of rusting soup, you know, I love a good soup, but this is like a, uh, you know, when you gotta. Put a bunch of things together and cook it. This is what it's called. Right now I'm calling this the episode of uh, the great uh, Ruben Prime stew of the fall. Because technically we're still in the fall. Good autumn fall soup, if that makes sense. Or, or gumbo or whatever. But just... just just a whole compiling of what's been going on my thoughts everything that's been going on with the election uh with the world as a whole and this this mess and this clown show because all oh, this is a clown show and some takes on on things you you expect yeah that that's what room will think and then elders will be like uh-uh but yeah, let's get into it. But yeah, shout outs to Drew Yari. Shout outs to him. Shout outs to um everyone in the wrestling soup network. And good guys, bunch of bunch of, you know, good people on there. Uh very entertaining. So I cannot wait to be on there again. hopefully I'll be on with uh, you know, Kev Castle. Hopefully, I mean like I I know I met D T um I met uh, John Draper and uh, joint numbers from wrestling soup and, you know, DTs from, you know, Don Tony, Kevin Castle show. But I never met Mish in real life. I never met Kevin Castle in real life. So it'll be cool to meet or at least be on a podcast with them. A uh, little like uh bucket list of minds, but we'll see, you know, we'll see if it happens, it happens. If not, you know, it's cool too, but it will be cool for that to happen. Anyways, any event. <laughs> um but yeah, this this has been a crazy year from pandemic. You know, I turned thirty this year and I was like, okay, got got things to do, things I want to accomplish, you know, this year, and uh just like everyone else, Corona oh yeah the corona that that just said uh two words um actually four and they were fuck you no way <laughs> and where we're at right now in, in 2020 and first just uh, uh and i was actually gonna do this for you know new year's eve uh type of episode just like a, a reflection on the year but actually like we, we can kind of do it now since this year has been a whirlwind from corona from all the controversy from that then the lockdowns it was oh just be two weeks then it became a month then two months three months and now we're near the we're the in the last month of the year we're in december we're thirty days away from it being twenty twenty one, and we're still on lockdowns. There's, there's places that have opened up, China, and there's other places in you know in Europe that have been that didn't locked down and they're fine. And there's other parts of of the world that have been locked down and they're still seeing cases, not deaths. Because remember, first it was about the deaths. They Put the fear of God in you. You know, people was like, "Oh, well, you know, I, 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 this looks bad, but I still want to, you know, live. I still got to make a living. I still want to do what I do, what I want, do what I need to." And then they instilled the fear of God. It was like, "No, we're gonna lock down everything. If you're not a central, stay your ass home." You know, of course, at the time I was working at Amazon, so I was essential. And people were out, those people that were out of jobs and unfortunately it, it, I felt for those people and I was glad at the time I was working at Amazon I glad I was glad I was working where I was working at even though it wasn't perfect but there were people who didn't have a job to go to because of this and they were, they were telling times hey don't worry B, you know to to slow the spread you know these these terms and and, boy, there were a lot of them. And I'm just going off off the top. You know, people love to freestyle. So this is, I'm basically freestyling, just no preparation, no notes, just going there. Well, we try to go in there with lube. I don't just go in there raw because it, it you know, come on, it's, it's rough. It's like Brillo pads. Or the rough side of the sponge. You don't want to do that. Some, you know, imagery right there for you. But all these terms, uh, slow the spread, you know, stay at home, uh, shelter in place, uh, you know, wear your mask, you know, uh, COVID, coronavirus, you know, um, all these other words and terms. And then it just got ridiculous. First, they said, oh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be two weeks. And and at that point, it was okay. Two weeks to see what we're dealing with. No no problem. No worries. I would, I would have, like in the beginning, I was like, yeah, we can definitely, you know, lock down. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I, I can definitely understand why we will lock down for two weeks. No, no problems. Just two weeks, you know, 14 days. That's the amount of time that I would have to get, you know, my hair cut or, well, I don't have any hair, but go to the barber, you know, two weeks, two weeks is no problem, it's fine, and then it was like, nope, push back the the reopening date, push back the reopening date from two weeks to a month, two months, three months, and then where, where we're at right now, and I'm in New York, for those who are wondering, I'm in New York City, and our governor, Governor Cuomo, and we're gonna get into the, the, this, the the absurdity, and, and I'm on audacity recording this, so the, the audacity <laughs> of these politicians and just the fact that Cuomo, and this isn't fake news, this isn't, oh, just is my imagination or something that I thought up, and I'm going to speak a little loudly here just so I'm not misconstrued or misinterpreted or whatever. Like, People and people that I know, to this day, they, they think that Cuomo is doing a good job. And he's doing this because I know he wants to run for president. You know, of course, politicians, you want to stride higher. No worries, even though he comes from a very well-off family, family of politicians. So, of course, that that's the next frontier is to become president. But... His policies are very draconian, very um, authoritative. eh, Excuse me. And when when I've, from the months, when the days, the weeks, the months of all this going on in New York, it's just crazy how much New York is a shell of his former self and is due to these policies that he enacted. And I'm over here just... Just in awe on how people are like, oh man! Like at first, it was okay. He he seemed he, he's being you know he, he's sent, he, telling us what's going on, this time, the elder, But then it's got really crazy with the hospitals, and we're told that the hospitals are are overrun and that we need people. And and yeah, like the 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 mass situations and the the all the you know the mask and, and the hand sanitizer and things like that. Clean supplies, PPE, uh, PPE. Those things I understand. We didn't have that, but then we soon got them. You know, of course. We soon got them and we were well off. The ventilators, which ventilators, um, and just from seeing everything that's been going on, like the ventilators are not, the ventilators are not a good look in terms of. But yeah, in terms of these, you know, these respirators, like these things, weren't saving people's lives because we were told, yeah, we need them, we need them. But then, they were the ones that these things were causing fatalities because they were the invasive ones, and basically, what happens is they'll make your lungs pop up like a balloon. So that's where a lot of deaths were occurring, and as well as. Putting, you know, putting healthy people with, uh, with patients that had COVID, and to me, what Cuomo did is basically putting these people in harm's way. These elderly people—that's where we got most of these deaths from. And it was all because of profit. It was all because of, you know, it was all because of profit and all because of the narrative to set the narrative up and to me that really upset me and still to this day and listen if you feel safe you know put on a mask or believing what you know the television set tells you or what twitter tells you via you know it's two minute clips or what someone tweeted you know it's it's whatever but if you are just willing to accept what people tell you and that's an issue. I feel like if you are willing just to accept what what people are are telling you without context or without doing your research or just having an open mind to things, and not saying yeah, you just gotta you know don't trust nothing at all and and just don't believe nothing hundred percent. Or I, I'm not saying I'm just saying just to have an open mind because in reality we do not really we we don't truly think for ourselves we are guided by other people you know we have we want to do something and then subconsciously up subconsciously we go to other people because we we know we want to do something but then we go to our friends or people who, who we think are our friends they will you know, we'll tell them, and they were like, Oh, I don't know. I don't know. You should do that. I don't, I don't think that that's profitable. I don't think you'll be successful on that. And and people listening to this, and I know you had this told to you on many occasions. You had an idea, and subconsciously, hmm, I just want to see how what people think. Sometimes, you know, I'm guilty of this. Other times, I'm like, Listen, I'm going to do it. Fuck it. But I do ask for advice. You know, I want to I want to have someone's... I, I do respect close, you know, people that are close to me. I do respect their opinion. So I want to be the one to go to them because if I respect their opinion, of course I want to see, I want to get their insight on things. But other than that, you got to do what you got to do. And if you fail, you fail. But it's just crazy to me how people truly don't think for themselves. And it's evident with social media. Like, social media is a, a big influencer. It's a it's a double-edged sword in reality. It's truly a double-edged sword. And when you see this, like, firsthand, it's really, it, to me, is really scary that all, all, all you've seen is just people just, yeah, just... Like, oh my God, this, like, when, when you see on, on, on Twitter, and social media, and Twitter's a double, face, Facebook is Satan, same, same shit, but, you know, social media is a good tool, but also it can be very, uh, damaging, and it can be a tool that can spread this, this, uh, information, and... And you want to talk about this information? This whole oh, the 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 election has been called. AP since when has news outlet news outlets called, like they decide who's elected president? They report, they they can broadcast, but they don't call the election. That's what again, people. And mind you, it's not it's not the average citizen's fault because we've been brainwashed and conditioned. We've been told that yeah like and especially since we have very very and i mean very low attention spans like we there's been study there's been a study out that says the average person has a has a they're able to like let's say youtube video right most of the time in like let's say for youtube videos like five minutes or 10 minutes 13 minutes or whatever People will tune out. People will tune out in like 30 seconds. They watch the video for a, a, for a minute or 30 seconds and they'll tune out. And there's a study that says that, yeah, the average person has a touch and span. They only can have their attention. Ah, trying to word it, but their attention span is about 29, 30 seconds. And when I, when I read that, I was like, yeah, that absolutely makes sense because most people, they want to get the information quick. They want to get the news quick. They don't want to sit and and, and listen and, and, and fish through stuff. They want things given to them. So that's why through social media, because you have so many choices, you have so many uh, options, and because of that, you you just get overwhelmed. Like Netflix, you have so many things to watch on Netflix, and even beyond that, you have so many different streaming networks. And because of that, you don't know what to watch. There's a lot of things to watch, but you're bored because you have so many options that you become overwhelmed, and you you just short circuit. You just you just crash <laughs> system, crash. Like you just too many too many things are are being processed and you don't know what to watch, you don't know what to do, so you just crash. And that usually what what goes on in this case. We have so many options that because of that, our attention spans are lowered. And especially with social media, with the fact that everything's readily available, you have a bunch of information coming at you left and right, and you don't know what or how to process it. So you just get distracted really easy now. i know there's times where I, I get distracted easily friends of mine and i know they get distracted really easily like they're on one thing and then something catches their attention and yeah they go ahead and do something else they go they'll go ahead and do something else and it's wild it's just insane but you know going back to the whole corona thing uh it's it's just crazy that We had, you know, the governor of New York, and I know other governors, especially in these democratic states, these liberal states, that their policies had, you know, kill people directly, indirectly, and have caused the suffering of a lot of people. And it's it's very scary, and people don't see that, because they want to believe all the we, we, we got to save grandma, we got to save grandma. And I, I seen a lot more elderly people say, listen, if, you know, I'm living my last my last years, like I don't have that much time left. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die. But I don't want to live in, in a box. I don't want to live trapped in my house. Like I, I got to enjoy life. But the last few years I have left, I, I can't, you know, I can't just stay at home and, and, this, and this is one, I gotta find that, that video, but it's this old, it's this is, um, older woman, this elderly woman in, you know, in, you know, in Europe, I think it was in, in the United Kingdom, and she brought this up, that the economic, basically at the ec- economic, uh, The consequences for this on the economic side are going to be tremendous. That a lot of jobs are going to be lost, and they won't come back. And we're seeing this. We're seeing this now. And and guess guess who? Guess who's looking rosy? Look who? Look who smell like roses? Amazon, uh, Walmart, Target, all these. You know, big box companies, all these um, transnational corporations, they're the ones who are making money. And all these small businesses, gone. And as someone said on Twitter that 2020 has been the biggest, it was the year where we had the largest transfer of wealth. And you think, well, we we had, but well, we did have the stimulus check. We, we did have unemployment. But where you think all that money went? People were spending money on you know for things on Amazon, Walmart, because of course all the other small businesses they were they were down. So where did people buy this stuff? Amazon, Target, Walmart. You know, it's insane. And when people figure out, oh, that, that's how economics work. You know, in the in, in the layman sense. People assume that, oh, you know, like, and I hear all this all the time. we got to support, you know, small businesses, support black businesses. But we really don't practice what we preach because we don't want to spend just a tad bit more if that means that that business can stay afloat. But we'll quickly make another man rich just because, oh, it's convenient. I can get my stuff from Amazon. Listen, I'm guilty of it, too. I know people listening are guilty of it as well, but we cannot, we cannot just pretend. Oh well, no, I'm I'm all about that. I'm all about that, but that this year was the huge, the hugest transfer of wealth. Oh, so these companies made nearly a combined trillion dollars, and guess how much these, how much you and me made? Guess how much these small businesses made? Nada, you know. Yeah. Oh, we, we, man, Ruben. You, you, man, I made so much money through unemployment. But where, where did you spend all that money? And listen, it's your money. You spend it how you want. But just let it be known that it's making these people richer. he's making these people um, much more wealthier. And then the more wealth they have, the more power that they that they accumulate. That's why these transnational companies. They can set policy, and you want to talk about you know government being corrupt. It's these corporations, because of of the amount of tentacles that they have in in you know corporate America is why people are saying, well, we need to we need to do something about capitalism like I think we need to do something about these scalpers like you you're seeing you know. Computer parts, you're seeing PlayStation 5s, you're seeing Xbox Series S and X's just in short supply because all the bots, all the scammers, all the scalpers are grabbing them up. You're seeing that. And because of that, it's hard to, it's really hard to get, it's really difficult to get. You know, if you want to get a graphics card for your PC, you know, get a, a you know, a processor, you know, CPU or a PlayStation 5 or Xbox Series S or X is difficult because guess what's happening? Everyone's grabbing these things up. Everyone's grabbing these up. They're hoarding them. They're trying to sell them for a double, triple the price. But that's fine because if I can make money off of it, it's cool. But in other cases, we turn around and say, no, capitalism is, is evil. We need to we need to bring in something Cooler. We need to bring something like you know, you know, communism or socialism. It's like that's not how it works. And you're going to, uh, you're basically gonna just, you know, fuck things up more. And while capitalism is imperfect, it gives us the freedom. Hey, if if I have, for example, bring up the graphics card, you have a a older graphics card that still works that's still in good condition and it still has some some life left you can resell it you can definitely resell it or if you have an old copy of a game a playstation 4 game or you know vintage if you're into retro games you can sell it and you can buy it off someone that's capitalism but people have been misinformed forever and that's why we have this misconception that capitalism is evil and yet listen just the capitalism in terms of buying and selling and having your own business like that's good that's that's the the good thing about capitalism you you you're able to you know for the money that that you earned you can buy goods you know, get goods and services and then that person that gave you the goods or gave you the service, then they can get profit. I see nothing wrong with that. But when it gets to the, the corporate level and speaking of this, I seen this movie called The Big Short. And it it there was this person that predicted the the housing, you know, the housing crash. He predicted and people will call him crazy oh what are you doing you know what you're talking about you're crazy and and he was right eventually he was right and he saw it coming and there were even people that were in 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 come trading commodities and, and mortgages and things like that they were disgusted and others were like man like we can make just millions billions of dollars and and these people are, you know, these people are soulless, making money off of the fact that people are are fools, and everything in in the financial world is made to confuse people and to turn them off. Like, oh, this is I don't get this, I don't understand this. So you know what I'm gonna do? I'm just gonna pass it on to someone else that that does understand, that does get it, so that way I don't have to worry about this. Cause that's what happens. They they make it so it's very difficult, so it's confusing and and, and very intimidating. And then they say, "Oh, just okay. I'll just handle. It. I don't care." And that's what happens. And in that level, that's when it's dangerous. I, I feel like when you're fleecing people, when you're selling people, uh, you know, uh, just a, a bag of shit. That's when I have issue with, you know, crony corrupt, you know, uh, finance, you know, crony capitalism. Not the, you know, the capitalism that me, you, and, and the rest of the viewers engage in. That's fine. But, the, the you know, just millions of dollars transferring wealth, what we're seeing right now, I'm not a fan of that. Because then these corporations... These entities, these people, they get really powerful, and they can set policy because, oh well, we have all this money, we have all all this power and this influence and this reach. So guess what? We can we can tell you what to do, and then we won't leave you alone until you get these things enacted. And that's what usually happens. But no, we had to, we had to, you know, reset the economy. And people are like, oh man, like reset the economy. That's good. We we got to do it for climate change. We got to do it because of coronavirus. We got, like, of course, there will always be there will always be a way for these people to enact what they want to do through a crisis, if it was even if it's manufactured or 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 real, you know. And this with this coronavirus, rather you believe if it's Deadly, if it's the, pl- the plague i mean if it was a plague we'll be all walking around with with you know plague masks whatever and last time i checked our, our dear medical expert who i do not trust i do not trust at all was saying that at first oh we gotta put on a mask then it was like oh no masks don't really do much he slipped he slipped and then he went, Oh no, 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 no. Mask, you, you do need a mask. They do help. And I, I I just and people fall for this. People really do fall for this. And to me, it, it's just it's just telling how we and people want to talk about oh, it's religion, like religions is the issue. When you Put something on a pedestal when you're told, "Oh, you listen to the science, listen to the experts." The the science is, is just like with climate change. It it becomes a cult. It becomes fanatical. It's dangerous, and people have turned this into a cult. Like put on your put on your mask. If you don't, I'm a snitch on you all. If you if you for Thanksgiving, like we had, you know, Thanksgiving was, you know, not too long ago, and you had. You, you had these reporters and you had, you know, the governors and these politicians telling you, well, we got to, we got to think about not having Christmas or excuse me, not having Thanksgiving. And they also talking about canceling Christmas as well. But they were talking about, oh, well, we, we got to think about, you know, canceling Thanksgiving because we don't, we don't want you to have um, large gra- gatherings and then having a, and you remember one of these terms, super spreaders. These superspreader events, and it's crazy how these politicians tell you that you cannot, you cannot engage in large gatherings, that you can't go go to see your your you know your families or see your grandma because you can get her sick or to to prevent the spread, and yet these same people are going to the to these you know they're going to dinners they seem that their families their friends without wearing a mask without staying six feet apart but they're telling us that we had to stay six feet apart that we had to social distance that we had to um wear a mask that we can't see our families and friends That we gotta oh just just stay stay at home just stay at home uh make a big turkey all for yourself eat all the mashed potatoes and listen i love mashed potatoes you know anything potatoy? I love. You know not good. Not you know too much of anything is 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 bad. Having too much potato, having too much turkey is is bad. And they're telling us. You know, of course, it could be sarcastic, but they're telling us, "Oh, well just oh like you know, make a turkey eat it by yourself. Mashed potatoes, gravy, eat that by yourself." And it's the 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 fact that they treat us like children should be telling, it should be really telling about how how these politicians, how these people think of us because they are exempt. And there's this this uh, report that they were saying that Hollywood and, and, you know, Hollywood is, they don't have to deal with the restrictions of, you know, for COVID that we do as the, the normies, the, the commies. They don't have to deal with that. So that's why we, you know, it's, it's a course. Tell the two worlds. But, yeah, it's, it is it um, is, do as we say and do not as we do, if, if I got that right. Basically, do what we tell you to do, but don't do what we're doing. And it's it's just – it's insane and people are like, Oh well, you know, I wanna protect grandma. You know, we even though even though coronavirus has a ninety nine point nine eight percent survival rate, you know you know, my, my thing is with all this, I just don't like being told that I'm that I'm stupid. I don't like being told at all, like you 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 gotta you gotta wear this muzzle. And if it's going to a store or establishment, I have no problem. You know, it is what it is. If I don't put on a mask, I can I cannot go to work. If I don't put on a mask, I cannot commute via, um, you know, uh, just public transportation. So I get that. I mean, if I had a car, like of course I'm not gonna put on a mask because I'm in my own damn car. And. You know, I, I I see people wearing masks in their car. If you're not a if you're not a Uber driver, if you're not a cab rider, if you're not a cab driver, I should say, you know, you don't work for Uber or Lyft. Why the fuck you wearing a mask? That, that was my, my my thing. To to me, it, it's just ridiculous. You're in your own fucking car and you're wearing a mask. If you're not driving people around, if you're not driving strangers around via Lyft or Uber, or you know the New York cab or any other cab association, why, why, <laughs> like that Ryan Reynolds meme? But why? And to me, just just seen just seen as like wow, like people are really and, and get, I, listen, people want to feel safe and want they want to feel secure. It's like having that that guarantee on the box even though people don't really read you know they don't read the guarantee only after when it breaks down they got to find that receipt they got they got to find the box oh it has the guarantee they got the it has a warranty whatever you know same way people don't read what's on you know the back of the box of the stuff that they eat but then they want to tell you that oh you you're saying that you're not going to take the COVID-19 vaccine but yet do you know what's what's in you know in uh pop tarts i saw that on twitter someone liked it or sh- or retweeted it and i'm like hmm do they know what's in what's in a hop what's in a hot pocket i mean i do know what's in the uh and the strawberry frost the frosted uh strawberry one those are really good the cherry ones i like the cherry ones i think there's a few more but those two pop out of my mind and of course it's a lot of it's a lot of um dyes, artificial flavors, artificial dyes, sweeteners, preservatives, things like that. Red twenty nine. People don't know about that. I, I assume they they wouldn't. They should know because that that is in everything. Uh, red twenty five, red twenty nine. I should say. That's in a lot of potato chips. Basically, anything colorful. If it's the first or the 15th of the month, you know what I'm talking about. Colorful baskets. That's all I'm going to say. And people don't know what they're eating. People really don't know where their food comes from. And I worked around food for years. So when a lot of times I'm looking at the back and reading what's what's in it. And I'm like, wow, like people really knew what, what's in their food. But, of course, it, sometimes, it's all we, sometimes it's all we have, you know, at disposal, you know, and it's through education. I feel like if we if we were more informed about things like this, what what we're eating, what's in our vaccines, how does our financial system work? I feel like we will be in a better position. But that's the thing; it's easy to say that, but we're we're basically in that we're basically in that mold to be just ignorant. Or just know enough. If we know if we start to learn more, learn more than we should, it becomes a problem. So when I was when I was looking at that tweet, I was like, Jesus Christ, like they're using that argument, oh you don't know what's in a pop tart. And listen, I love pop tarts. I eat them once in a while. They're so good, you know, I have my fill for like you know, for the next few months. So I won't be eating them you know, for a while, but when I was having them not too long ago, like, I was like, really? Like, you're using that argument? And I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm just anti... Not... I'm anti-putting anything into my body that I don't know. And even there's been reports saying that, yeah, the flu, the flu shot has been proven not to be effective. But... We have things like I don't know vitamin C, we have zinc, we have you know vitamin D, you know we have B- all, all these vitamins, all uh, B vitamins, all the, the main um, sources of vitamins and minerals. You know, sleep, drinking water, having a clean diet, boosting immune system. No one talks about that, but people are so quick to talk about oh we gotta get this shot, but what about all the natural stuff? Like it just this is i've been pondering this since you know they've been talking about a vaccine i'm i'm not a, i'm not against it i am concerned as everyone should like you shouldn't just you shouldn't just put something in your body without knowing what it is but again just like with the whole pop tart thing and sometimes people are fucking farts pop tarts you know the way that they're thinking and the way that they're tweeting but anyways like I'm not gonna put anything into my body that I don't I'm, I'm not sure of and I'm I do not trust. And and I get it. Once things are tested, I don't know. I, I could I, I decide. I could decide if I want to take it or not. But at the moment, no. That's the the same logic and we we're talking about the the PlayStation 5 and Xbox One. The same logic that people have when it comes to consoles. All oh, like that you shouldn't buy you shouldn't buy an extra gen on launch because there's gonna be a bunch of issues there's not gonna be a lot of games to play. The only, the only there's only gonna be one or two games that are gonna be really playable and then the other the other ones are just gonna be remakes and rehashes. So you're better off waiting until, you know, at least six months to a year, because by then you're gonna have a lot of good games. And of course, so you can use that same logic with this. You're not gonna try anything that's untested. You're not gonna play anything that is gonna have glitches, same thing with, with a with an iPhone. Or with an Android phone and just smartphones in general, you you shouldn't upgrade to a new phone. Well, a new phone is fine, but the firmware, that's where people must update. They upgrade, they wanna have the latest and greatest, they wanna be up to date. And guess what happens? They have issues with, with their phone, crashes, apps don't work, things won't get synced up. Right away, and that's what happens. That's why we have, you know, that's why there's now. It's not that much, but before the issue, that issue was uh, was so common. But now it's less and less because, especially with Apple and Apple's side, they've been optimizing the OS and the software and hardware. So that's I feel like that's pretty good. But still, you never want to buy something new that hasn't been tested that's just been out because it's going to be a lot of glitches we're basically guinea pigs with a lot of hardware a lot of software you know there's going to be a lot of um issues on the software side sometimes on the hardware side is it's mostly hardware so that logic you should take it with with this vaccine and, you know, have open mind, but also just don't be rushing with your arms rolled up because people don't even know what, what's in it. And people don't even know the patterns that are behind this thing. And we're so quick to, to just, oh, we're just going to roll up my sleeve. And, you know, I'm, I tested, I tested uh, negative, so I'm, I'm good. And I know, of course, there's people who tested positive, and it, it sucks. But most of the time, a good amount of time, people have been have been okay. It's just that the ones who aren't okay, they had or have preexisting conditions, they're elderly, you know, they were a smoker, they're obese, their diet wasn't clean. Remember talking about the colorful baskets? You know, the first of the fifteenth of the month. That's what I was talking about. And you just had people that refuse to acknowledge that. Like, if it affects you, you know, if this virus has affected you, I'm sorry. Like, I wish no one, and I mean meanness, well, sincerity, I I wish that no one was affected by this, directly or indirectly, because, again, this year sucked. But all this is, all this is, is just a way to get people to live in fear, to make them stay home. And then these people are telling others that, well, because I don't want to go out because I'm afraid or because I'm worried. I can guess it. Listen, you can go out. You can go outside. You can be on your way to work or on your way to get your hair cut if you have hair or to the grocery store and you can get hit by a car. Something will fall on you you can get, you can, you know, uh, go down the wrong alleyway and you never know you can you get out of that alleyway alive. Things can happen. You can get in the car again. You never know you can get into a car and get on the train. Something can happen on the train, you get on, on the plane, you know, trains, planes, automobiles, you know. You you never know what can happen. So we're, we're going to be fearful. If we're going to be fearful about this, we might as well be fearful of everything else and that's my whole point besides all the the crap signs all this talk all this rhetoric and and talking points and all this shit if you're gonna be afraid of this of of this virus then you might as well be afraid of of everything else because you have to go out and work you have to be a productive member of society you have to you know be someone you got to enjoy life you got to have fun with your friends, work, provide for yourself. You know, and there's just people who want want to impede on others because they're afraid or because they believe so highly that this is this is the the black plague, this is the the Spanish flu. This is this is Ebola. And I heard that. I was like, Ebola, like you don't know people do not know what they're talking about. Honestly, I, I heard this. And um, shout-outs to Agent Neil. Me and him, we were talking about this throughout the weeks and months of, you know, the pandemic. And I was seeing these same posts that, that you know, he was seeing as well. And, he, you know, when I saw that people were suddenly, they got their PhDs in, in you know, infectious diseases. And I was like, wow, like, if I knew it was that easy to, to get my PhD in something in a matter of days, then... Shit, I, I, I've done it too, but it's just—it's insane. Seeing that with people, seeing that when you go online and suddenly everyone has has a PhD, someone suddenly everyone is a lawyer or infectious diseases expert. Everyone is, is a pro gamer. Everyone is 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 an engineer. It's funny, or oh, er, every, or oh, suddenly you're a career politician. Suddenly you're you're into finance. It's, it's to me, this is why. In my humble opinion, I feel like some people shouldn't be on social media because they want to hear themselves talk. They want to seem that they're smart and all knowing, and they think that that they know when in reality they don't. And as someone told me, a wise man is someone that admits that they don't know because they're open. They can admit, hey, I don't know everything. I'm willing to learn. I'm open to learn. But when you have people that I go on and say, oh, and a lot of times they have Google and they don't even know how to use Google to the best of their abilities, but they want to tell you that they know everything. So there's that. Like, you, you can just be on Google and suddenly you have all the answers. But when you have to, you know, when you freestyle, that's this is why I respect and I love freestyle, because it shows how much people are witty enough and clever enough to just come up with things on the fly, you know, and the way that they, they use the vast amount of words, put them together, Spend them, make a story, and have you captivated enough to, to listen to them and and ha- have the win, and have the the comedy and, and the timing and and, and the punchlines. That's why I respect them, because they don't have they 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 can't just pull out their phone during a freestyle and oh, just Google just Google just like no, but you gotta know that shit on the fly, and this is why I do not respect armchair. You know, people sitting on their armchair. They didn't, you know, how much it is to get a house. To to say that is very disingenuous. To, to post that on Twitter, knowing that, yeah, you definitely got loans or with, you know, a lot of scams going on with, with unemployment and, you know, OnlyFans, that thing, <laughs> that's another bag of worms. I mean, I could touch on that for a bit because it's we've been recording for an hour, over an hour right now. I can go a little bit longer. But I just don't respect people like that. They, they think that they know and have all the answers. They want to tell people what to do. They want to tell people how to live. And to me, that's scary because those are the people that will not leave you alone in the slightest. And, you know, just like just like with with the analogy with with the with the nerd or the geek and the jock. That geek didn't have the power. He thought he didn't have power, but then what ended up happening is he he started he kept on studying, kept on um, learning his craft. He kept getting better at what he knew, and then now that person has the power. And the jock he peaked at high school. And he ain't doing too well. but now that you know this geek seen him seeing this jock that he knew from high school, he sees, oh this person ain't doing too good and I'm looking at me, I'm an engineer, I'm a scientist, whatever I'm I have a cozy job. you know sometimes people take it they take that power and they, they just they go drunk with it and they don't they don't understand the responsibility of that. And, and I use this analogy a lot because it, it holds true. Like, you, you see this a lot. You really see this a lot with, with people that, especially now with the left and, and the right, because the same liberals, quote-unquote, same Democrats from now aren't the ones from four years ago, even ten years ago. The the Democrats from, the, from you know, from a few years ago or even a decade ago, they were the ones who, who were who were I'll say the true resistance. They were the ones that were like, yeah, like like NSA and they're and they're spying and they're tracking the people and all these all these laws, you know, the you know, the Patriot Act, all, all this all these things, these corporations getting bigger and bigger and bigger. But now we see a few years later, you know, four years later, a decade later, you see that the same the, the the Democrats from before are not the same as the ones now and these are very um extremists very uh Marxist socialist fascist whatever you want to call it in nature and you, you see that and he's like wait a minute this is not the same and, and a matter of fact, you know, the whole underdog thing. So I want to get into this. The whole underdog aspect. Before these, you know, the Democrats, they were underdogs. These are all the big, bad, um, you know, uh, Republicans. All these big, bad Republicans. And, and mind you, there were Republicans that were saying, yo, fuck Bush. And, and people, isn't that wasn't too long ago. And where, and I'm looking at this now. Like, wow, that was not too long ago. You know, I was like in in you know, my early teens when Bush was in office for his second term. You know, mid you know middle of his first first term, and then the second term. I was like, it was not too long ago. That was really not too long ago, and it's just crazy how we're like, yeah, like we we're, we're we're against the tyranny. We're against. You know these government agencies spying on us and having us on kill lists and no fly lists and and everything. And now it's just, well, yeah, we're, we're gonna we're gonna use these same corporations and governments that we've been rebelling against to our advantage. You know, like now the the Democrats and the liberals of today, they're really pushing towards these, you know. These tendencies that are way more um, that they, they're not liberal, you know, they're not libertarian. They're more, um, you know, they're, they're much more Marxist in nature. They're much more communist, socialist in nature. And I, th- I feel like in a few years we're gonna we're definitely gonna see that the the Democratic Party is gonna be is basically gonna be socialist. The Democratic Socialists of America, like that's gonna be like the major group that's gonna overtake the original Democrat Democratic Party, and it's just, I'm just calling how I see it. <laughs> I'm just calling how I see it. It's not me. Oh well, this is what what I it was how I feel. No, this is this is just trends. You know, people who are in stocks they see. What stocks could potentially go up, or stocks that have been going up and they can gonna continue to rise. It's the same way. It's just social trends, political trends, financial trends. Same thing. It's just paying attention and knowing when things are gonna climb, when things are gonna drop. You know, that's all it is. You know, that's that's all it is. Just paying attention, and don't worry. I have other hobbies. <laughs> no, no need to worry. But you know, I was going to talk about OnlyFans for a second because when it comes to OnlyFans, on paper, it's like, okay, cool. Just another way. Just like I was talking about capitalism. People want to talk about, oh, capitalism is evil, is bad. But then look at this. You will have people on there. You know, majority women. But you will have people on here that would, you know use OnlyFans and and no problem. But my whole thing is when it comes to it, you know, put your all into it, put, put your passion. Like if you're really passionate about cosplaying or passionate about, you know, your, your content, you know, do the damn thing, but don't overcharge. Don't undercharge. Don't put out shit content and expect people to pay, pay for that. And of course, there are people, there are these simps out here, there's these people that these guys that they would pay for for not, not, not the guarantee, but for the idea, the, the dream, you know, that they're being sold a dream that oh well, you know, i feel like I can have a companionship with this person or I feel like I, I can connect and because you're right there, like the internet has gotten rid of mystery. If you want to see a girl naked, all oh, she has an OnlyFans. Just pay this much a month if you get to see her, if she does nudes. And I don't like that. I don't like the fact that, like, not only with just OnlyFans, but just as, you know, the internet and social media as, as a whole, it's gotten to the point where there's no mystery. There's no, um. there isn't a mystery to anything. It's just, well... You want to learn about all about me? There I am. Like that's why dating is that. That's why um, dealing and talking to the opposite sex is that because it's, it's not about learning about the person and, and getting a feel for them. I mean, you can get a feel for them, but in another in another sensual, steamy way. If you catch my drift. But it's no longer about knowing, getting to know the person. It's all about oh, just everything there. Just Look at my bio. Look at look at what I tweet. Look at what I post. But you know, with OnlyFans, my whole thing is is just people scamming people, um, putting piss poor content. And I understand, we all have our bad days. or all have our days when we don't want to post or we don't feel inspired. And you know, I just put, you know use my money elsewhere. That's just how it is. If I don't feel like what you're producing good content. I'm just gonna go elsewhere, and that's it. Not gonna put no fuss. I'm not gonna you know call people out, but I feel like people get so offended. They get really offended when you just say, "Hey, well, it's cool. We got only fans." You know, to to a point, but you should like. I'm all for people just giving their all, giving the absolute best when it comes to content creating because I'm in that field as well. And I, when I see people who have so much potential and so much, you know, just, they got it and it's like, oh, just whatever. Like, like come on. And then there's people that actually live, they, they live off of this or so they use it as a second source of income. And there you go, capitalism. Multiple sources of income. Your money is making money. Like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm more unfair for that, but when it gets to a point when people are just doing it to get rich quick and then when they realize, oh, it's it's not what I bargained for or oh they I can separate these fools out of their money, that that's just very um disingenuous to me. But again, there are guys out there who don't care. They're willing to to be homeless if so that means that they have their malady um, you know, just notice them all oh, like, oh my God, thank you for this donation and it's like that's it. <laughs> like like that that's a pretty shitty exchange. I, I rather you know, I'd rather um get something more if I'm paying that much, you know, for OnlyFans or just in dating in general. That that's just how it is. But again, Twitch their own, people can spend their money the the way that they They see fit, but this this whole thing—it's just saying everyone has OnlyFans, and it's normalized. And to me, like it's—it's gone to the point where everything is oversaturated. You have everyone doing OnlyFans, and only and as well as you—you will see young girls when they turn eighteen. Oh, I'm just gonna have OnlyFans and make it's like whatever happened. Oh, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a just an artist dancer things like that like nothing is just oh only fans or work amazon only fans work at amazon people are gonna be all oh, doing only fans i mean if i if if i could do it only fans i'll do it but obviously it ain't gonna be <laughs> it ain't gonna be that profitable for me that's just the truth but eh. but i'm just all about if you're gonna do something give it your all understand that you got to have delayed gratification about things you cannot expect things well it's expected because it's fast money there's a lot of thirsty guys there's a lot of you know thirsty girls too so they're willing to do anything and everything if that means they can have a bit of you know clout and a bit of money because you know money won't, money doesn't hurt you know, getting clout will bring you that. You know, bring you to that money. But, but yeah, let's let's talk about the selection. And oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, I'm gonna talk about the selection, and I'm gonna gonna wrap it up. And I have time. I'm try to get this get this recording in like at least have an hour an hour and 30. So I'm going to try to make it before that threshold. It's just crazy to me. And this is like a real life story. It's crazy to me how people can, you know, attack you for your opinions or even better yet, they would judge you about, you know, what you post, what you say. And, I just feel like easily I feel like people get triggered. They want to be triggered rather than, okay, well, that person, you know, it is what it is. That person has his views, has his opinions, his beliefs. And that's it. like me. I don't care if you're left or right. I don't really care because it's all tribal. It's like Xbox versus, um, you know, PlayStation, Sony versus Microsoft. It's just tribal. Both systems can play games. The only difference is that there's – a small handful of games that are console exclusive. The rest of them you can play on, on multiple consoles, on PC, on PS4, PS5, Xbox, um, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, et cetera, et cetera. Nintendo Switch. It's all the same. It doesn't mean much. But I am for people having an open mind and people being... Being able to respect other people's, you know, opinions and feelings on things, and I do, even if I if it goes against what I what I believe, what I think. But it feels like people, and just like I was saying before, there are people who won't leave you alone. There's people who want to be left alone, and there's people who don't want to be don't want to leave you alone. And these people that don't want to leave you alone, they will. You know, harass these people. Oh, you support this guy. You, you don't support, you know, who we support. Like, you know, for example, oh, you, you, you're a Trump supporter. You don't support Biden. Oh, you're a racist. Like, they they automatically put things into a black and white perspective, and I don't like that. That is very, very scary. That is truly scary when you see, when when you see that. And you know, just. Really, really super quick. I go on my Twitter. I scroll down. I see a post. I, I'll like it. I'll share it. Move on. I don't take it seriously. Only when it pertains to my content creation. That's anything else? Oh, well, if I share a video of an of a animal doing something cute, I'll post it. If I share something funny, I'll share. If I share something with titties, I'll share. If I like it as well. If it's something that makes sense to me, I'll share. I'll like it. Move on. Don't really put much stock into it. It's just what I feel. It's my timeline. No big deal. I feel, I, I assume, and of course that's what happens when you assume, you are made into an ass. And... You know that's you know um, that's what happens when you assume. You're made an ass of, out of you and me. So, I just post something, and my whole thing is. I feel like. You know, they say orange man bad. I said, hmm, is it really that bad? And just looking back, like all you hear, especially with the whole Trump you know, even before the election, all the, the Trump-Russia-Gate uh, Russia's Russiagate scandal. And I was like, was he really that bad? Oh, he wants to deport, you know, Latinos and deport people, and he wants to build a wall. And, oh, he's he's a racist and whatever. And it's like, really? Like, just honestly, like, I, I, I stepped back, and I was like, really? And then, of course, is one thing for people to have their opinions and, again, Everyone has one, just like an asshole. Everyone has one. It shits shits out shit, just like everyone else, unless you're a rabbit. shits out little pellets, but regardless, shit is shit. But my whole thing is, and it goes back to what I was saying earlier, just people constantly just not thinking for themselves and go along with this narrative that's been told by people. And... I just don't like it when I'm when I'm constantly told lies and and misinformation and the same people who who spread those lies and misinformation they will tell you oh you're spreading that and it's really dangerous so okay story remember Ruben get to the point so I'm on Twitter share what, what I'm sharing and there was this post like like oh I remember, like, I grew up watching a lot of '80s and '90s movies. You know, I went back and watched a lot of the '80s movies as well, '90s movies, because when I was born, like, beginning of 1990. So, and then dating myself right now, but yeah, I was born. I was a ninety. I'm a '90s baby, and I've seen this man's Oh, this this man. He's, um, you know, uh, billionaire. And his name was Donald Trump. And he was on all these TV shows. He made all these cameo appearances. And he he was the man people wanted to party with. You know, even before he he became he was running for president, people were like, Yeah, like I wanna I wanna party with Donald Trump. Like he's cool, this that and the other. And in the 90, 80s and nineties and two thousands, people were like all over him. Oh man, I want to party with Donald Trump. And then in four years, they convinced us that he's a racist, that he's a, a right-wing Nazi, he's the incarnation of of Hitler, he's the double, he chops up little babies, and you know, all these other things. So they come conv- in four years, they convinced people that he's a racist, and that should tell you something. And then, of course, people they will eat it up because. People don't want to hear positive things, and yes, there are positive things that you know Trump did in his presidency. And yeah, he he's a bit of a he's a bit brash and he's a bit over the top. But in a man of his position, if, if you were a wealthy man, not if you not just him but just a wealthy man, you, you really think that you're just gonna be oh, just being modest? <laughs> like, no. I don't agree with it to a point. Sometimes I feel like you got to be more assertive. And that, I, it's funny that I'm told, I was told by people that I know I've gotten involved with that, all oh, you got to be, you got to be more assertive. And it's like, how, like, you know, you know, elaborate, explain. But then I get told by people I know, people that I come in contact with all, I can't stand Trump, he's too, he's too loud, he talks too much. But then these same people, I would hear them say, oh man, I want a man that's assertive, I want a man that knows what he wants and he just takes it, he doesn't take any shit. But they're like, oh no, 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 not not like that. And it's like, people are hypocrites. Like how, how can you want someone that's dominant, assertive, knows what he wants, grabs it, you know, doesn't apologize, you know, I, like someone told me, and I know he listens, hopefully he's listened to this when this comes out. He told me, and this is a wise thing, sometimes you had to be that rude, that rude SOB to get a point across, and then afterwards you apologize. And when he told me that, I was like, yeah, like you're absolutely right, because there's times when I'm in, you know, group chats or, you know, in roundtable discussions, and sometimes I can't get my thought across because people, there's so many people talking over each other, and then I get talked over because you know I have a, a, soft voice, you know, I have a deep voice but it's very low, so I had to get my point across. I had to get my shit in, and he he said, well, listen, you sometimes you got to be, you got to be, unapologetic. You know, for the time being, you got to be rude, you gotta know, get your shit in. And then afterwards, apologize. Listen, I want to get my, my shit out. I'm sorry, I apologize, but I just have to say it. And that's so true. That still resonates to me because you have to do that. and And that's why I can respect, I can understand why Trump, you know, does what he does, even though there's a time and place. I do agree. That's always been my thing to the people that I've been friends with, family, friends, you know, relationships I've been in, like I said, there's always a time and place. Always a time and place. And, you know, the, the post that I, I shared on, on Twitter, it was just four years they convinced us that, that Trump is a uh, is a uh, racist and he's a dictator and, and when I when I saw it, I was like, "Yeah, like that's absolutely true." So I, I I liked it. I reblogged it, moved on. And after that, I got a message with someone saying, "Well, oh, you like I'm trying to understand your Twitter. Like, I'm I'm trying to understand. Are you okay?" And I'm like, "What do you <laughs> What do you mean? Like, I don't. Like, it was just weird because this person normally doesn't hit me up for much. So when this person contacting me i was like oh boy here we go and it was just my twitter i share something i like it i post something i tweet i move on i don't look at it I always make sure that i spell check and i keep moving but there's just some people who are just so triggered they're so fucking triggered i'm like if you're triggered by what i post on social media that means that you are taking this way too seriously and then the person said, oh well you know just they just laughed lol and I'm like okay that what did that accomplish? Nothing. You people that on social media a lot and they get triggered. They get they get so um threatened by what people post, you know, their opinions, whether, you know, just whatever they feel that they had to broadcast what they say to you and then this is this is exactly this is exactly why I feel like people shouldn't not everyone should be that like in in terms of social media, like I feel like it's it's a good tool. But sometimes I feel like people shouldn't be on social media for the main fact that there's just so much like people get triggered so easily by people's opinions and understand that, hey, that's their opinion. And if it triggers that much, I'll let you know that, well, there's something in you that needs fixing. And there's just a microcosm of how people respond to, you know, to everything. Instead of, you know, coming to the person and say, hey, like, what's up, what's going on? And then when you try to explain, they'll dismiss you or they see you as, as, you know, they just treat you in some type of way. And then they just go and block you. Oh, I'm going to block you. I'm going to follow you. Okay. What's that going to do? <laughs> At the end of the day, I'm just going to be on my Twitter posting what I want. I won't even notice. And it's a shame. Like this, this whole year has made people more divided than ever. This year has made people so suspicious of one another and afraid to speak their minds and and to say what they want respectfully. You know, there's, oh, again, time and place. I'm all about respect, giving respect, earning respect. And people just want respect without really earning it. And the moment that you say something that goes against the grain, goes against the narrative, no matter the relationship you have with the person, no matter what, they're going to cast you out because oh, you know, for, you know, for the movement, you know, again, all these movements doesn't matter if it's Republican, Democrat, liberal, you know, the the Tea Party, BLM, all these other, uh, you know, Antifa, all these other, all these movements ain't gonna really solve anything. It's it's gonna be more infighting. There's gonna be more division because it's from the same consciousness. Nothing is ever going to get solved because through conflict and fear, there will be more things that will come up from it. You, you cannot, as someone said to me, you cannot solve a problem from the same consciousness that it created it from, meaning that you have all, all these things going on. And it's like, oh, we got to do something. So what we do, we have this movement. But it's more of the same. It's not going to solve anything. And people don't get that. People really do not get that. And that's why we're going to be where we're at now with, with, you know, this whole police reform, um, defund the police. Now people are like, oh, man. Oh, my God. Like, like crime is going up. Oh, no, you think? Yes, you defund the police even though they were saying No. No, like we're, it's not the fund the police. We mean just allocate funds from you know from the police budget to other other areas where they need to. And then I hear these same people, oh, we we gotta, we we need the government to to help us, you know, help us with the education educational systems. Like, it all starts from home. I'm saying it again, it all starts from home. The government should not be in the lives of your children when it comes to education. You should be able, you know, from home, teach your kids right from wrong to give them an education. But, of course, with the mother and father working or if there's no father in the picture, you're going to get that. So the, the government or the school becomes the daddy or the TV or the iPad or the tablet becomes the daddy in this case. And kids don't learn, and then you wonder why. In terms of, you know, just all the negative things were, you know, we're number one in, in, in the world and it comes all, everything negative. But and speaking of negative, you know, there, there's solutions to this because I, I just don't want to talk doom and gloom. I really don't. I'm, I've been here talking for over an hour and 30. But there are solutions to this. We just got to control what we are able to control things that we're able to fix rather than just worry about things that are too big for us to handle and we just feel defeated. You know, during this time, if people weren't, you know, if they weren't uh, spending time with family, you know, if they could, if they weren't learning a new hobby or a skill or just strengthening, you know, not only physically but mentally, then I I feel like people have wasted their time. I feel like people wasted their time during this because all they're doing is complaining. All they're doing is just living in despair and hopelessness. When, as they say, you gotta turn that negative into a positive. So while you're while we're here, while we still have the ability to do the things that we're still able to do, because again, people take things for granted and look. We can't go out freely. We can't congregate in large groups freely now. And we're taking that for granted. I remember I wanted to do all these things. and like, oh, you know, just, okay, just get it done. And same thing with people. People love being just, they loved, you know, just they, they love celebrating the fact that they're mentally ill. Like, oh, man, like I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, not only an introvert, but have, like, I'm like, um, awkward as hell, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, I don't have to do anything. I'm this and that. It's like, you I break out of that. We really have to break out of our shells and our conditioning and, and, um, you know, just be people. Like, you know, you don't have to like everyone, but just, you know, tolerate. I'd rather you, like, love yourself first before you, like, and, you know, like and love everyone else. That that's, that's my thing. That's always been my thing, that we need to love ourselves first, and it feels like we don't, and that's why we resent other people because we don't like ourselves, we don't love ourselves, and that's why we just bathe in this, and, you know, the fact that we're mentally ill because we... We're unable to have relationships with other people. We're, we're unable to relate and to bond with people because we cannot. We don't know about ourselves. So that's just my solution. One of many solutions. Just learn to love yourself. Learn to c- take control of the things that are fixable. You know, like I like I told. I used to tell my new hires that will train. Take that big problem, break them down into things that you can fix that have more chance of being fixed versus the things that will take a little bit longer to fix. You know, break them down, smaller bits, work on the things that you're able to work on first, then you get to the hard stuff. Because if you try to worry about the hard stuff, you'll waste all that time and you could have been doing all these, you know, these simpler, smaller tasks. And then when you continue doing those bigger, those smaller tasks, you start to get headway, you start to get progress. You know, like losing, oh, I want to lose 10 pounds. Oh, I lost 10 pounds, okay. Now I want to lose another five. Then you want to lose another 10. And then before you know it, you probably lost like 50 pounds. Versus, oh, I got to lose 100 pounds. Break it down. Want to lose, try losing, you know, five pounds in a week. Try losing another five, then 10, then another 10. You know, bit by bit. As people tell me baby steps but we tend to we just tend to look at things as a whole we look at things way too broadly and because of that we fail to fix the things that are that are could be can be fixable we turn these things into very impossible tasks because we just see things too broadly we we don't want to take a deep dive at things and and break things down in smaller bits you know but i'm gonna end it here that's a lot of stamina (laughs) i mean in reality i can go until i've been recording for two hours i don't want this to be too long luckily i won't have to edit that much which is good but yeah i feel great i feel good it's been a while since I've ever done this. I still got it. It's just kind of off the top. This is like a freestyle. Uh, this is, you know, my freestyle, you want to call it. And don't worry, I'll be doing more and, and more concise. But, yeah, it's a little freestyle of mine. So, if you enjoyed this freestyle podcast, you know, I pr- do, really do appreciate it. made it all, all the way to the end. Uh, regardless... You know, if you agree, disagree, if you made it all the way to the end, you are amazing and hope you continue to listen to support. And you can do so by going to Red Circle, redcircle.com slash shows slash Ruben Prime TV, or you just search in Room Prime Podcast can go to redcircle.com. And that is where my home base is, but as well as if, you know, you prefer... Apple Podcasts, same deal. It's the Room Prime Podcast. Also Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn. I'm on all those. I'm all. all I'm on all the major ones. Also, I'm on Twitter. I have a Twitter at Room Prime underscore three. Instagram Room Prime Proc- Podcasts. Facebook group. Even though I'm not on, I'm not active on there. But just more importantly. Just go to roomprimeTV.com. That's that's if all else, just go to roomprimeTV.com. So you can see everything regarding my show and you know my Twitch and everything. Just my network of, of sorts. So, guys, it's been fun. It's been it's been a wild uh, 2020, and we're 30 days. There's only thirty days remaining until twenty twenty one hits. And you just gotta get strapped in and and get ready. And I'll be doing another episode soon based on G four because a lot of development on that. So I can't wait. And as well as other stuff, other, you know, society, pop culture things I wanna touch on as well. And current events. So yeah. That is, that is it. Got to get this edited down and stretch my legs because I've been here for almost uh, two hours. So, guys, remember RunePrimeTV.com. I'm on Twitter, RunePrime underscore three. Everything will be in the show notes, annotations uh, below this. So, guys, again, thank you for listening. Thank you for tuning in. And I'm out of here. Peace.